Hello, Cryptonauts. Today is May 28th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we will be giving you the coin market cap of the day using CoinGecko.com, and we'll be also delivering you the crypto news of the day using the Daily Hodl. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, let's go ahead and get started and deliver the coin market cap of the day, starting with Bitcoin settling at $9,518.72 with a positive gain of 3.9%. And in second place, we have Ethereum settling at $221.73 for a massive positive gain of 7.5%. In third place, we have Tether settling at $1 for a... 0.1% loss. And in fourth place, we have XRP Ripple settling at 20 cents for a positive gain of 2.1%. And in fifth place, we have Bitcoin Cash settling at $240.18 for an amazing gain of 4%. And in sixth place, we have Bitcoin SV Satoshi's Vision settling at $192.36. For another amazing gain of 3.5, no correction, it just updated 4%. And in 7th place we have Litecoin. Something's going on, everything's going up. By a lot. Or my Litecoin, Litecoin settling at $44.97 for a positive gain of 3.4%. And in 8th place we have Binance Coin settling at $17.10 for a 4% gain. And in ninth place, we have EOS settling at $2.65 for a 4.2% gain. And in 10th place, we have Tezos settling at $2.87 for a whopping 6.1% gain. And it just keeps going and going. Look at this. 11th place, we have Cardanos for a 14.6% gain. This is, this is crazy. Everything's like above 3%, 3, 4, 5% gain. This is wow. That is amazing, 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 amazing. With that said, Cryptonauts, um, our total market cap is at $266 billion for an overall 4.1% gain. That is awesome. Hopefully you made some profits there. That said, let's go ahead and get over to the crypto news of the day. Alrighty, Cryptonauts, let's go ahead and get started with the crypto news of the day using World Crypto News. Starting off with Ethereum whales accumulate as bullish momentum builds up. Ethereum appears to have entered a stagnation phase without giving any clear signals where it is heading next. Its price action has also mostly been contained within a narrow trading range over the last couple weeks but a decisive price movement that defines the direction of its trend has yet to occur. Spencer Noon, the head of DTC Capital, believes that despite the lackluster, there are different factors that suggest that Ether is poised to rally. The renowned analyst maintains that the growth of the Grayscale Ethereum Trust, ETHE, 
has seen since the beginning of the month shows the interest that institutions have for this digital assets. Quote, 1 million new shares of Grayscale Investments, ETHE, have been issued in the past three weeks, a signal that institutions are either investing in ETH or locking up their existing holdings at a pace of roughly $1 million per day, affirmed Noon. This might be the reason why the n- a number of addresses with millions of dollars in Ethereum, locally known as whales, have been increasing at an exponential rate. Ethereum whales fill up their bags. Sentiment, a behavior analytics platform, pointed out that the amount of Ether held by large investors recently reached a 10-month high. The behavior, analy- the behavior analytics platform explained that the, the cumulative holding of the top 100 non-exchange addresses currently hold more than 21.8 million ETH. At the time of writing, the, this massive sum of Ether is equivalent to nearly $4.6 billion which represents the largest collective balance held within the top 100 addresses since May 2019, according to Sentiment. Top 100 non-exchange Ethereum addresses. Okay, there's a little chart there. The most intriguing part about this is that in the last 48 hours, these wells have added an additional 145,000 ETH to their bags. Wow! Such high levels of accumulation could be the reason why the price of Ethereum surged over 7% within this period of time. That is wowzers. Next news, is BTC mining still profitable after the third Bitcoin halving? On May 11th, the Bitcoin network went through its third halving, reducing the block reward from 12.5 BTC to 6.25 coins. Almost two weeks later, after the event, many are wondering if Bitcoin mining is still profitable. Data source from mining rig profitability websites indicate that over 45 older generation miners are not capable of making a profit with Bitcoin's current price. A decrease in hash rate. The Bitcoin having greatly reduced the hash rate of the network, a phenomenon that has been foreseen by experts. As the block rewards have, the miners' profitability also suffers, which prompted miners to shut down their older generation mining unit. As many outdated miners have been taken out of service, the BTC hash rate dropped by 30% in just three days after the halving. While the percentage has recovered since then due to the recent difficulty adjustment, Bitcoin only regained 6%, meaning the hash rate still has a decrease of 24% from pre-halving days. We might see some more miners leave the network for the time being, despite the beginning of the, of the rain season in China, said the head of the mining at Bitcoin.com, Ian Descocteaux. Block, block generation time. As miners left the block network in masses, this greatly reduced the speed at which new blocks are generated. Prior to the Bitcoin halving, the daily number of blocks produced was around 100 to 120. But on May 17th, the metric reached 95 blocks. This is the lowest block count since 2017. Quote, miners turning off after the halving caused a hash rate reduction, which caused blocks to be found less often than every 10 minutes, specified the head of mining operations at Genesis Mining, Philip Salter, quote, So, the block times rose to something like 12 minutes instead of the usual 10 minutes, but the capacity for transactions in each block stayed the same. This causes congestion, less space in the blockchain, same demand for sending transactions, and this in turn causes an increase of transaction fees. Yesterday, 
May 19th, the average block time was 14 minutes, which reduces transaction capacity of Bitcoin, explained Salter. The reduction in block generation times also reflects reflected in the increase in fees, with Salter noting that there, there must also be increased interest in Bitcoin transaction. Chun Wang, the co-founder and managing partner of the top BTC mining pool F2 pool, also expressed his views on the matter. Quote, I feel it the high fee levels more likely driven by the increased interest in Bitcoin, not because of the halved block reward or slower block generation. Wang added that the having might not also be one of the reasons why the coin has gained more public attention. Transaction fees. Transaction fees increased by one third three days after the Bitcoin halving, settling around the $5.16 mark due to a monthly spike of 800%. The price has continued to go up, with the fee now being around $6.65 for one BTC transaction. While this is bad news for traders, this sharp increase in transaction fees is good for miners, as these fees account for as much as 17% of their profits. The CEO of crypto consulting firm BitPro, Mark Diaria, is not surprised by the sudden spike in fee price. Quote, even though fees are high relative to the to the weeks before the halving, they are they are nowhere near their peak in 2017 and sit at about the range of the mid 20, 2019 rally of the, or the early days of the 2017 bubble. The area believes that the fees will remain around this level in the near future, expecting prices to normalize soon. In the short run, I expect fees to quickly normalize back to previous levels and then continue to slow continue the slow increase in average fees over the past few years. There is nothing interesting about the having that will lead to a persistently higher fees going forward. All other things being equal, fees will drop back to pre-having levels once the average block time has normalized down to 10 minutes. But of course, this is a multi-variative problem that all the other things are not never equal. Okay, it's, there's a lot here. There's so much that they're talking about. But we're going to, yeah. It just keeps going and going. There's a lot. There's a lot, a lot, a lot there. But let's, let's keep moving. There's too much news. Too much news. Blockchain startup. Flurry launches JavaScript. No. Celsius adds tethered gold with 4% interest on custody. Okay, okay. I, I personally use Celsius Network, so let's see what they got going on. Celsius Network, a popular crypto lending platform, has added tethered gold AXAUT, allowing its users to purchase the stablecoin using any credit and debit card. Announced on Tuesday, the direct purchase of tethered gold is facilitated by the landing platform's partnership with Simplex. The most diversified audience to date at FMLS 2020 were finances meet innovation. Well, we are thrilled to be able to provide access to the masses to buy an important asset such as tethered gold, Alex Mashinsky, CEO of Celsius Network said. Celsius members have been requesting a blockchain-based gold token for some time now, and our partnerships with Simplex makes it even easier to buy, store, and earn high yield in one place. Tether, a sister company of Bitfinex and issuer of similarly named stablecoins, issued Tether Gold, a digital currency pegged to the physical gold stored in vault in Switzerland earlier this year. Each XAUT represents one ounce of gold and is issued on both Ethereum and Tron blockchain. 
DeFi platforms are changing traditional finance. Launched in 2018, Celsius is one of the top crypto lending platforms with over 100,000 active users. Apart from digital currencies, the platform is planning to issue loans against gold as collateral as well. Tether Gold holders will receive an annualized interest of 4% for keeping their currency, their digital currency on Celsius interest-bearing accounts. Celsius also, also supports instant purchase of many digital currencies including Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum, and Ripple using Simplex's services. Quote, Simplex is always thrilled to expand our offering. As a market leader, we constantly strive to increase accessibility in assets and platform. We're happy to enable Celsius users to purchase Tether Gold with as little as $50 via our flagship on-ramp solution, enabling all users further flexibility. Nimrod Lahabi, co-founder and CEO of Simplex, added. And that's the news on Celsius. Next news. You know what? If I do want to leave my Celsius um, referral link in this in this pod in, in this episode, Samsung adds crypto trading on flagship phones with Gemini support. What? Let's check that out. What's that about? Quickly now, Samsung, a leading South Korean electronic manufacturer, has partnered with Gemini, a U.S.-based crypto exchange, to facilitate digital currency trading on its wallet app. Announced on Tuesday, the crypto trading features will be rolled out only for the Samsung blockchain wallet users in the United States and Canada. That might... Okay, crypto is not just a technology. It is a movement. We are proud to be working with Samsung to bring crypto's promise to promise of greater choice, independence, and opportunities to more individuals around the world. Tyler Winklevoss, CEO of Gemini, said, Now Samsung's blockchain wallet customers can buy crypto in a simple, elegant, and secure way on Gemini. This is the first partnership of Samsung with any U.S.-based crypto exchange. The integration of the crypto exchange with Samsung's crypto wallet will allow the users to buy directly and sell digital currencies on Gemini mobile app. The integration will also allow Samsung blockchain wallet users to directly transfer their digital currencies holdings into Gemini custody platform. Notably, the wallet is available only in Samsung's flagship smartphones models Galaxy S20 series, Galaxy Z Flip, Galaxy Note 10 series, Galaxy Fold, and Galaxy S10 series. Closing the gap between mainstream tech users and crypto, Samsung dived into supporting blockchain last year with the addition of a crypto wallet for its top-end devices. Since then, it has extended support for cryptocurrencies and also added decentralized applications adapts to support for its phones. Media reports also reveal that the electronic makers is working to bring the same digital currency support for its budget Galaxy phones. Earlier this month, Smart Samsung also added the support for Swipe, an issuer of crypto debit cards on Samsung Pay, the contactless payment system on its devices. That's awesome. Samsung is doing awesome things. I like that. Next news. How has BTC futures landscape shifted after COVID-19 and Bitcoin having? Hmm. ASIC suspended ASICs suspend AFSL on Forex Plus for six months. Now, those sports partners with China Chinese data provider wind. Now, Ripple price prediction. Nope, that's yesterday's news. That's it? Hold on, what is this? Oh, that's it, huh? Coinbase buys Tegomi to boost institutional trading. Well, that is technically yesterday's news, but I kind of want to know because I I personally use Coinbase. Maybe something, maybe another link I can leave 
leave down below. Uh, Coinbase, I'm not trying to chill anything, but hey, you guys need a connection? I just might have it. Coinbase, a leading US-based crypto exchange, has officially announced on Wednesday its acquisition of Tagomi, a crypto prime brokerage platform. With this, the crypto exchange is planning to bolster its offering to advanced traders and sophisticated crypto investors. Neither the company, neither the companies disclosed the term of the deal. However, Coinbase confirms that it will be finalized later this year. The addition of Tagomi will round out our product's suit for faster-growing institutional trading markets. Coinbase wrote, it will allow us to offer custody, professional trading features, and prime brokerage services on one platform, giving sophisticated investors the seamless, powerful trading experience they have come to expect in equities and FX markets. Rumors in the markets around the deal. Last November, media circulated rumors that Coinbase acquired Tagomi for $150 million. However, the exchange's communications had publicly denied any such claims or its interest in Tagomi. Tagomi was co-founded by former HFT technologists, including Greg Tussor, global head of electronic trading at Goldman Sachs, and Jennifer Campbell from Union Square Ventures. The startup operates as a prime broker in the crypto space, aggregating liquidity across multiple exchanges and executing trades based on a single unified order book. Apart from its prime brokerage offerings, Tagomi also launched lending and borrowing services. In two years of its established establishment, the prime brokerage raised $28 million from venture capitalists, including Pantera Capital, Paradigm, and Dragonfly Capital Partners, according to Crunchbase. Though Coinbase confirms Tagomi's operation in the near future, it is thinking about the startup's long-term op options. A crypto unicorn. Coinbase popularized itself as a provider of crypto fiat exchange and wallet platform. Over the years, the San Francisco headquarter company expanded into many other areas, including crypto custody and even data oracle services. We're, we're, we're proud to build the foundation for the next wave of crypto investors by bringing on board the first electronic prime brokerage in crypto. Coinbase noted, even in a time of uncertainty, we view now more than ever as a time to push forward our mission of building the crypto economy. That is a unicorn indeed. And I believe that is the crypto news of the day. Unless there's something else that I missed. But nope, it looks like we are all set. With that said, Cryptonauts, I hope you are doing well in quarantine and continue to practice safe distancing of six feet or more. And make sure you wash your hands, wash your face, and stay clean, my friends. With that said, have a good night or a good morning. Until next time, adios.